Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. All right, welcome back to another episode of Medicine Mondays. Yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, your favorite board-certified internist. We could not go the month of February without talking about this one disease. It's the number one killer. If you're new to Dr. Barry's world, the Medicine Mondays or the podcast, Let's Learn Dr. Barry, I talk about this disease every February. Why? Because when you're the number one disease and you're the number one killer for decades running, and I said decades running, so you can't you know, try to interject and say something like COVID. When you're the number one killer, you have to make sure you get spotlighted every single time. And as a hospitalist physician, I've, I've got a decade of medicine outside of residency. There hasn't been a day since I got into residency, probably since I started medical school, but definitely residency where I have not taken care of a patient who was affected, not affected by heart disease or the risk factors associated with heart disease. It is extremely prevalent, so prevalent that again, one in every one person dies every 33 seconds due to heart disease. It is such a significant burden to our economy for those who like the numbers. It costs us about $25 billion to take care and deal with the effects of heart disease every single year. So you best believe if there's a disease that's costing us about $25 billion a year, if there's a disease that kills someone every 33 seconds, you have to give it as just due. Now, I have plenty of episodes where I can talk about, you know, the the scientific facts and like, yeah, we, but we talked about like, we are going to give the real here on Medicine Mondays. We are going to try to make this as personal as possible. So I want to talk about some of these scenarios of patients I've taken care of that's been affected by heart disease one way or the other. I've taken care of patients who were, you know, healthy. Life is great. Not, no problems, no issues whatsoever. And then they go to do their normal routine, go to work out, go to have dinner with family. They feel some chest pain, they feel some chest discomfort, and that's all it takes. Now they're in a hospital being diagnosed with, hey, you just had a heart attack. And these are 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds. And I want to make sure I, I, I mention the 30-year-olds. I know you guys think you're invincible. Trust me. I was 30 before, like two years ago, All right? So I know exactly what that means, right? I was in my 30s a couple years ago. I'm in my 40s now. I appreciate it. I love it. But I remember feeling that level of invincibility, like, oh, I'm 30. I'm great. Life is good. Like, all right, nothing can stop me. And then I started running into a lot more 30-year-olds who are a lot sicker than me. And I started realizing, like, oh, I need to stop playing games. So you have your 30-year-olds being affected with heart disease, your 40-year-olds being affected with heart disease, and it just gets more the older you get. And we're all going to get old here. Fortunately, if you're if you're watching me and you're listening to me, like you're going to, you know, instill some of these tactics to make sure we all grow old. We all want to grow old. The question is do we want to grow old dealing with all of the medical comorbidities or do we want to grow old and, you know, be able to kind of live life? I have some I have some older patients I take care of patients in the rehab center. I got some older patients who are vibrant. 
loving life, dancing. You know, they golf every day. They they run every like they 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 keep up with themselves. And I have some patients who are 40, 50 years old, bed bound, don't do anything, can't do anything because all of the medical comorbidities have caught up to them and essentially planted them either in their bed or in their wheelchair. Like, which one do you want? Like, if you had to choose A or B, right? I want to be the, the 67 year old who gets to, you know, go out every day, walk every day, dance every day, run every day, exercise with friends. Or I want to be the 40, 50 year old who's having to deal with medical comorbidity after medical comorbidity, right? Having to deal with being wheelchair bound, dealing with a whole bunch of medications. I, like, I think the option, I think the option is very easy, right? Like I, I think I know, I'm hoping, right? I'm hoping I know that everyone's going to choose this opposite side here. So when we talk about heart disease and when we even say, you know what? Hey, February is heart month and it's not just about Valentine's. When we say February is heart month, let's focus on what heart disease does to everyone else. This is why we ring the bell. Because again, it can, again, $25 billion, right? Like there's some financial reasons why the medical industry wants to make sure Right, that we can try to treat our heart disease. Because imagine, imagine if you could just save them 10%. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you're probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget, check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drbarrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10 and make sure you are leaving us a five star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Right. Imagine if you could just do the things you needed to do and it ended up saving 10 percent of the money. Right. Two point five billion dollars. Right. I'm pretty sure they would love that. Right. Despite what people may think. Right. The medicine, the medical system loves healthy people. Right. Despite what people will tell you. Right. Like pharmaceutical, you know, that's a different discussion. But the medical system loves healthy people. We understand uh, that, you know, there's going to be bumps, there's going to be bruises. But if there are things that we can do, education that we can perform to kind of prevent you from dealing with the ill effects of what heart disease is, like we're going to do so. And when we talk about heart disease, like I said, we're not we're not going to get super educational. Like I said, I got plenty of episodes for that. I will put the links in bios for it, links in the descriptions for it. When we talk about heart disease, right, it's this kind of catch all, right? Because you hear heart disease, like, all right, what does heart disease mean? Like, what is that? Like, what does that actually entail? So when I talk to my patients and I'm trying to explain to them, hey, you know, you have some risk factors associated with heart disease and all of the aspects of heart disease, vascular disease and whatnot. Like, they, of course, because the, the name, you, you're just thinking about the heart. Hey, if I, if I have a heart attack. But heart disease mentions so many things. And I, I like to put it under this basket umbrella. Like when you have heart disease, I assume heart disease to be this issue of the vascular system. But right now we're just specifically talking about the heart. But guess what? We got vessels everywhere. So we got vessels in the heart for sure. We got vessels in the brain for sure. We got vessels in our arms and legs for sure, in our in our organs for sure. We have vessels everywhere. So when I think about heart disease, I like to even think about the cardiovascular disease aspect of it, right? This is disease of the vascular system. And we understand that our body flows and good flow is a good thing. But when you have problems with that flow, that is where problems arise. Like for those, when we talk about heart attacks, like what does that mean just in general? Like I said, we don't need to get specific, right? This, this year, in the 2024, I'm, I'm making sure that I keep it as simple as possible for all of my listeners and my watchers. Shout out to my YouTubers. Make sure you subscribe. When we talk about cardiovascular disease and when we talk about heart attacks, in simplest terms, it means, hey, 
I have flow that's going in my heart. And guess what? There's an area of my heart that's not getting blood flow. Boom, heart attack. A part of that muscle tissue dies because there's not enough blood flow to that specific area. Now, there's lots of reasons you can have it, right? Whether it's, you know, plaque buildup from cholesterol, whether your vessels tighten. Like, there's a lot of different reasons. Injury. There's a lot of different reasons why you can have a heart attack. But fundamentally, it's still, hey, there's an area of the body that's not getting a blood flow. Tissue is dying. So now if we extract that backwards and we say, okay, so what is a stroke then? Well, kind of the same thing. It's an area of the brain, right? We all know the brain is a great organ, right? When it's working. Area of the body that's not getting blood flow. Boom, I have a stroke. What about people who have what we call peripheral vascular disease? What does that mean? That means that, hey, they're not getting the requisite blood flow needed to get to their arms and legs. And if you don't get the blood flow in the arms and legs, guess what happens? Muscle tissue dies, right? And you can have a problem. So we are going to continue to run into this issue. Like I said, when I talk about heart health, when I talk about heart disease, yes, we're talking about the ticker. Ticker is a very important organ. But we don't want to like foo-foo the other fact that like if you have heart disease, you got vascular disease issues. And if you have vascular disease issues in the heart, you likely got them in the brain. You likely got them in your carotids, right? Those are the arteries in the neck here. You likely got them in your legs, right? You probably got, like, you're going to have, you're not going to just have vascular disease in one part of the body and then the rest of the body is flowing well. Because remember, heart disease is the aspect of not flowing well, right? We, the blood flow isn't flowing like it needs to. And if, because it's not flowing like it needs to, some type of tissue dies. And whatever type of tissue dies, that's what we call a problem. Brain tissue dies, it's a stroke. Heart tissue dies, heart attack, right? You have tissue, with, and I have a lot of patients. I got, I've taken, hopefully, thankfully it's not a lot, but I've taken care of a lot of patients where their initial complaint, they come to the emergency room is, hey doc, like I, I can't feel my legs. Like my legs feel cold to the touch. And if you tell anybody who works in a hospital, especially in an emergency room or the hospital setting, hey, like, I can't feel my legs. My legs feel extremely cold to the touch. That is a medical emergency. Why? Because flow is not working, right? Because when the flow is not working, tissue starts dying. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, with another commercial break for the Lunch and Learn community members. If you've been asking, hey, you know what? What can I do to get more involved with the Lunch and Learn community? What can I do to get more involved with Dr. Barry? I got something for you. This year we have launched the Lunch and Learn Patreon community where you get access to a private Discord, access to live Q&As. Depending on the tier you select, you can even become a producer on the show and choose your next topic that you want to hear and even suggest guests. So I want you to do right now after listening to this episode, of course, is join me at drbarrypierre.com slash Patreon. Check out the different tiers and join me in our private discord today. And we have to do something emergently to deal with that. There are whole specialties dealing with the fact of the vascular system, right? You have interventional radiologists, you have vascular surgeons. That's all they focus on is trying to make sure our blood flow is flowing where it needs to be. And you have an issue where you talk about 
heart disease and you I don't want you to minimize it. I don't want you to only focus on the heart. Remember, there's a lot of people who suffer strokes. There's a lot of people who suffer heart attacks. A lot of people who suffer from kidney disease due to lack of blood flow to the kidney. Like there's a lot of people and a lot of problems that can arise when the blood flow isn't working. So we have this heart disease, right? Again, it gets its own month. I love it. It gets its own month. But now we have to talk to our communities. We got to tell our communities, hey, these are some issues. These are some risk factors, right? Again, we're going we're gonna to do a little education, right? You, you know me. You know I can't not do any education. I can't not do any education, right? So we have these risk factors associated with heart disease that I always split into a couple buckets. I say, hey, there's some risk factors that you can do something about, and there's some risk factors that you can't do nothing about. So when we talk about the risk factors you cannot do nothing about, hey, and I, I kind of mentioned it earlier, the older we get, the like more likely we are to deal with heart disease. The older we get, it just is what it is. The older we get, the more likely we are to deal with heart disease. That's one, right? Our gender. We know that men and women, especially men who are younger, again, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to the men, right? Y'all be avoiding us, right? But not no more, not in 2024. In 2024, we are leaving like avoiding seeing the doctor. Like that's not happening. Not not on my watch. Like that's it's not even cool no more. We we need to shame our friends and family who think it's machismo to walk around not taking care of their health. That's no, we're not doing that. So men and women, right? Gender specific reasons that men get affected with heart disease, especially younger. And when women get older, they start catching up. Now, there's some hormone aspects of it, especially estrogen. We know estrogen is extremely cardioprotective, right? And because it's cardioprotective, you know, as long as, you know, as long as the estrogen is flowing, there's no problems. But what happens when we get older? When women go into menopause, they lose that protection. And then all of a sudden, that rate of heart disease starts really creeping up for them. On top of other issues as far as, you know, you know, us not paying attention, us not, you know, listening to women when women say, hey, I got some issues going on. Right. The whole nother discussion here. So when we come back and we say, hey, you know what? Gender is a factor. Age is a factor. What's the biggest factor I always talk about? Medicine Monday, folks, Lunch and Learn listeners, you know, right? Genetics is one of the biggest reasons why I always ask, hey, you know, how's your grandma? How's your grandpa? What about uncle? What about aunt? Like, what about your other family members? Like, yes, I know you're here in my office to talk to me or here and I'm in the room with you and I'm talking to you about your medical issues. But I recognize that your grandma probably affects you just as much. Your dad affects you just as much. Your uncles affects you just as much. Like, I need to know these things because genetics play such a factor. And again, like I said, at least in 2024, we can't change our genetics. So there's some things that like, boom, genetics, age, gender. There's some things that we can't really do nothing about. And then there are things that we can't do. Right. We, we can we can we can we can deal with our weight. Right. I know that's one. Right. We can do it our weight. I know that comes up off the top. Right. Right. From, right. Right. From the three point line. Weight. Let's 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 deal with it. It's a factor. Right. And it's a factor because of all of the hormone related issues and sedentary issues that are associated with uh, cardiovascular disease. Right. So weight's a big one. We know that my smokers out there again in 2024 there's people who still smoke cigarettes. If you smoke cigarettes and you listen to me, I'm going to shame you, right? I hate to say that. Actually, I don't say that. If you're smoking cigarettes in 2024, I'm shaming you, right? I have to shame you, right? Like, I have to try to figure out a way to get you to stop smoking cigarettes. I know there's a lot of marijuana users uh, in the Lunch and Learn community. Like, I know. I understand. 
Jury's still out. Right? You know, jury's still out. I mean, we're, we're keeping it. Trust me, we're keeping an eye on it. Jury's still out. But my cigarette nicotine user, stop it. No, there's no benefit. None. None, 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 none. At all. Right? In fact, I'd rather you smoke some marijuana. If, like, if, you had to, if you had to smoke something, go smoke some marijuana until we figure out that marijuana is good to go. Right? Until we do that. So here we go. We got the smoking. We got our sedentary lifestyle I kind of mentioned. Uh, as far as especially with, you know, you know, the weight in and of itself. Um, alcohol use as well. Our nutrition is a big thing. This year on, uh, this year on the Medicine Monday series, we're definitely going to start bringing more nutritionists. Right, because I, I want to get different nutritionists, you know, thought process on what we should eat, don't eat. Because it's even even in that field, it's competing. You guys may think that in medicine we like compete and you know go back and forth a lot with each other. No, no, no. You should see what one nutritionist will recommend versus what another nutritionist will recommend. It's pretty comical, right? But again, I'm neither here or there, right? So nutrition is a huge thing, right? So we have weight. We have, you know, our sedentary lifestyle. We have what we're putting in our bodies, right? Like these are these are just factors. These are factors that could be associated with it, right? Now, what are some of the diseases? What are some of the diseases that like are ringing off the top? They say, hey, if you have these diseases, you should be worried about cardiovascular disease, diabetes. Y'all know it. I've talked about this before. It's pro after heart disease. I think diabetes is my second most favorite talked about subject on on this episode on the show uh, because it's such a significant player in all of the end organ related issues it is such a significant player that if i don't talk about it i think y'all are going to brush it off i don't want y'all to brush it off do not brush off diabetes diabetes is a problem diabetes is a vascular problem remember we talked about cardiovascular disease i tell people i don't think about diabetes as a sugar problem i think about diabetes as a vascular problem because it is it causes a lot of vascular issues so diabetes hypertension high blood pressure my blood my blood pressure folks high blood pressure causes problems in the cardiovascular system it makes sense right it makes sense let's think about it let's say you're trying to get out the door let's say you're just trying to get out the door and no one's in front of the door so you're able to walk in and out the door no problem now let's say you're trying to get out the door and then someone 300 pounds who doesn't do any exercise won't move out the way but you still got to get through the door, so you got to kind of squeeze around them, right? You got to do more work to get through the same door. The door didn't change. It's just you have something in the way that's causing it, right? So, like, hypertension, right? You have that pressure system that's uh, in the way that's not allowing you to get through the same door, right? And then follow with hypertension. I talked about high cholesterol. Guess what that 300-pound that person could be? Could be cholesterol and plaque built up, right? That just standing in the way. Right. And now you need more pressure to get through the same door. The door didn't change. It was the pressure that needed to get through the door because you had this plaque built up in the way. Right. So, again, these things, like I said, which we're trying to again, we my goal, my goal, we're going to make we're going to make we're going to make medicine fun. Right. We're going to make it fun. We're going to make health fun. And we're going to simplify it so you guys aren't confused when you have to go see your doctor. Right. Because I, I want you to go see your doctor. You listen to me and then I want you to go run to your doctor and say, hey. I was listening to Dr. Barry on YouTube and he was like, cardiovascular disease is a problem. Like, am I doing all I need to do to protect myself or decrease my risk from cardiovascular disease? That's my goal. When you start, when you, when you done listening or watching me, you go run to your doctors and say, Hey, I listened to Dr. Barry. I think, I, I think he knows what he's talking about. 
I want to make sure that I am doing the best that I can so that when I'm 60, 70, 80 years old, I can cut a jig, right? Like that's my goal, right? That's that's the name of the game. Name of the game here, right? So we talk about hypertension, high cholesterol, diabetes. There's some thyroid-related issues, especially when we think about hormone-related factors uh, in and of itself, right? So you got a slew of diseases, right? Chronic kidney disease. And guess what? Chronic kidney disease is almost like that chicken and the egg. What caused the chronic kidney disease, right? Was there something specifically within the kidneys? Anatomy-wise, what is a vascular problem within the kidneys that caused damage to the kidneys? Was it that you had high blood pressure? Was it the high cholesterol and the plaque built up? Was it the diabetes? What caused the kidney disease? I don't know, right? We may, we may have to get a nephrologist to come talk to us about that too, right? Like if you want a nephrologist, make sure, uh, put it in the comments. I want to see a nephrologist on the show, right? Just, just say that. Uh, again, I'm, I'm going to get one, but like just put it in the comments, right? Just so we can show the engagement, right? So these are different aspects of it. Right, and subsets of it that say, hey, you know what? This heart disease is a problem. This heart disease is something I need to deal with. And I can't just wait till I'm 50, 60 years old to deal with it because it can be too late. Right? Lots of times I've taken care of patients who life was great for them. They come see me in the hospital because they had some chest pain, some chest discomfort. Boom, you had a heart attack. And guess what? Not only did you have a heart attack, the type of heart, your vessels are so bad. I got to send you to a surgeon to do an open heart surgery, right? Like there's a lot of people that first time, this sound, may sound scary. I'm not trying to scare you as much. I'm not trying to scare you as much. This may sound a little scary, but there's a lot of people, the first time they've had to have and deal with any type of surgery is after getting a heart attack or getting a stroke. Like, and then all of a sudden, now you have a, you need an open heart bypass because your, your vessels are so bad. No. I, I don't want that to be the case, all right? I don't want that to be your introduction to medicine because guess what? If that's your introduction to medicine, you're definitely going to stop wanting to see us. But unfortunately, by that time, it's probably going to be a little bit too late because you're going to have no choice but to keep seeing us. But like that is the issue at hand. We want to address these things early, right? So we can maybe save some money off that $25 billion we got to spend every year. Like, like $2.5, like, again, if I could just save, imagine if I could just save, you know, the country like 10%. Right, 2.5 billion. They really like me, right? They would really like me if me just doing this on the podcast or on YouTube show was able to save them 10%, right? At the end of the year, right? They would love that. I would love it too, right? Because, you know, I like to take care of people, right? But that's the name of the game, right? So, again, when we talk about Heart Month, when we talk about February, yes, Valentine's, happy, again, happy belated Valentine's to all those who are catch this uh, after, because this drops after Valentine's. So, uh, all the people who catch this after Valentine's, uh, happy Valentine's and belated Valentine's to you. But now we got to get to work, right? Remember, January, January, we did our, you know, our 2024 resolutions to get healthier. A lot of y'all did, right? It's just the next month, right? So if we know we need to get healthier, guess what? Heart Health Month says, like, let's do what we need to do, right? Let's get the nutrition that we need to get. Let's get the physical activity that we need to get. Let's decrease our risk factors, our, our, our diabetes, make sure our diabetes is controlled, make sure our blood pressure is controlled, make sure our cholesterol is controlled, right? Because again, we can't change the age. We can't change the gender, right? Like we can't change our genetics, right? Like we can't change those things, but the things we can change, we need to attack in 2024. We need to attack in 2024 so that when I come back next year, when I come back next year, I say, hey guys, guess what? Last year we spent $25 billion, but guess what? This year we only spent like $22 billion, right? Like that's the, this is the type of show I want to do, right? Where I'm saying, hey, we're, we're saving, we're saving money, right? And then we can put that money to good use somewhere else. 
we're keeping people healthier. We're, 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 we're getting people to move more. They're dancing more. You know, they're, they're enjoying their families more. We're doing all of these extra things there. That's my job. That's what I want to get out of what we're doing here on the show, right? If Medicine Mondays, if this is your first one, uh, appreciate you. Make sure, again, you make sure you subscribe. But if this is your first one, I want to make sure you get out of what you need to get. Like, hey, you know what? He was talking about heart disease. I need to talk about heart disease. What, what, what is he talking about? Boom, this is what I'm talking about. Like, let's get it together. And this, again, this is not, we're not doing, this is not the typical lecture style, right? I don't want you guys to be bored to tears listening to me. Because that, that does me no good. If you're bored to tears listening to me, why would you still listen to me, right? And we don't want that, right? So again, hope we've got a good overview of cardiovascular disease. Again, I know they call it Heart Health Month. I think about it as cardiovascular disease month and how do we attack it? Again, we're starting early. Right, we know how to attack it. We know who we need to attack it with. And I am just again, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna hold you guys' hand all year. Right. Right. So we're gonna bring nutritionists to discuss it. We're gonna bring, you know, the, the cardiovascular guys to, to discuss it, right? We're gonna bring all these other people to kind of assist in that process of discussing it, right? Because like I I know, again, it's, sometimes sometimes you need a couple touch points before we take action, right? So let's let's use this as the first touch point and then when we bring our nutritionists on we can say hey and when we bring on you know our cardiovascular we can say hey we'll go back to this one to get you guys energized right so you guys be blessed have a great evening i'm gonna see you guys next week thank you for getting to the end of the episode i am yours truly dr barry pierre favorite board certified internist like always remember to subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star review And more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.